Good morning, everyone, and happy Easter to all. If this is your first time joining us here, I just want to say welcome. And know that we are so happy that you've decided to worship with us this morning. Wherever you find yourself watching from this morning, you probably find yourself, like most of us, in need of a resurrection and perhaps feeling a little uncertain about the future, at the very least. Today I want to talk about how we can tap into the power and meaning of the resurrection to change our thinking about the current world events so we can start this Easter season off with a feeling of confidence and a deeper understanding of God's incredible love for us. Easter is one of those holidays every year that our church has a difficult time fitting everyone in all of the pews, and it's gotten even tighter in the last two years, which, by the way, is a good thing. Now, the other holiday where that happens, you might guess, is Christmas. And these are definitely the two biggest holidays in our church year. The birth of Jesus and the death and resurrection of Jesus. Over the years, and in talking with family, friends, and parishioners, Christmas always seems to be the easier holiday to celebrate for most. And I was recently thinking about why that might be. We know that the Christmas story, for the most part, is calm and peaceful. We find the baby Jesus wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in a manger. We hear in the readings peace on earth, and goodwill to all. But that's not all what we hear during the week of Easter. In the events leading up to Easter, we find people scurrying about, frightened, conflicted, and confused, much like our past few weeks, dealing with the invisible threat of this pandemic. We've been stuck in a place of despair and confusion. If you've watched the news or tried to go shopping, or worse yet, ended up suffering with this horrible virus, you have definitely experienced this fear scaring about and maybe even panic that seems to have consumed so many. With all that's going on, some may be tempted to say, look at this virus, the pain, the suffering, the death it has caused. You think Jesus' resurrection really makes a difference? If God is who he is supposed to be, all-powerful and all-loving, then why is it 
that life is so hard and even unjust at times. Not just this horrible pandemic, perhaps a young child with leukemia, a mother struggling to make ends meet with no one to help her. People caught in earthquakes, tornadoes, the innocent victims of injustice, both at school and at home. These are just some examples which might suggest that God lets people suffer pointlessly. But it is important for us to remember a few things. First, through Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8, God reminds us that my thoughts are not your thoughts, and my ways are not your ways. It's important for us to remember that God is infinite. We are finite. God knows the end from the beginning while we just see a short part of the present moment. You know, sometimes suffering can produce the greatest opportunities for the expression of love. Sometimes sufferings can produce the greatest opportunities for the expression of love. Just look at how New Yorkers in America responded after 9-11. Look at how our Rochelle Park and church community responded after the devastation in Puerto Rico. Sometimes it takes great suffering to remind us who we truly are and what an incredible capacity for love we truly have within us. The second thing to remember is that evil does exist. There is indeed evil in this world and negative forces that we don't fully understand. We have natural evil, which are things like earthquakes and sickness. And then there's moral evil, which is sin. But just as God can take things like sickness and natural disasters and use them to show us our capacity for love and goodness, even our sin can be used and turned for our good. I bet you haven't heard that in church. Now, no, no. That is not a reason to go around and do extra sinning this week. But it is through sin that we have the opportunity to learn from our mistakes. And it's only by learning from our mistakes and listening to God within our hearts 
that we can become the very best version of ourselves. The pain, suffering, and confusion that we hear leading up to the Easter story certainly make it a more difficult and perhaps unpleasant story to fully understand and celebrate. But they are powerful reminders that there is nothing that we can suffer which Christ has not suffered first. We are not alone because Christ carries our sufferings even now on the cross. In our closing song today, our worship team is going to sing the words, You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Though our world may continue to be filled with confusion, suffering, and destruction, it is through the promise of the resurrection that we find hope and a God who will help us through anything that we may face. And yes, turn it for our good.